In this presentation, we will discuss the question of, can you claim the contributions credit? This information can be found in publication 590A. Can you claim the credit? If you make eligible contributions to a qualified retirement plan, an eligible deferred compensation plan, or an IRA, you can claim the credit if all the following apply. So here's what has to apply as we put the money into uh, some type of these qualified retirement plans. Number one, you were born before January 2nd, 2001. Number two, you aren't a full-time student, explained later. Number three, no one else, such as your parents, claims an exemption for you on their tax return. Number four, your adjusted gross income, defined below, isn't more than the 63000 if your filing status is married filing jointly, uh, 47250 if your filing status is head of household, or 31500 if your filing status is single, married filing separately, or qualified widow, widower. What does it mean to be a full-time student? Full-time student. You are a full-time student if during some part of each five calendar months, not uh, necessarily consecutive, during the calendar year, you either... Uh, you are either a full-time student at a school that has a regular teaching staff course of study and regular enrolled body of students in attendance or uh, a student taking a full-time on-farm training course given by either the school that has a regular teaching staff course of study and regular enrolled body of students at in attendance or a state, county, or local government. And so you might be asking, well, what does it mean to be full-time for that institution? Typically, the institution will have the requirements for what it means to be full-time within that institution. So you want to talk to the institution, what does it mean to be full-time? How, uh, how much time is full-time? Uh, you are a full-time student if you are enrolled for the number of hours or courses the school, school considers to be full-time. So note the school is regulated, so this, this should be standardized they should know what it means to be full-time. They should have a good idea and be full aware of the requirements for a, a full-time status and part-time status as a student. Back to the text. Adjusted gross income. This is generally the amount on line 7 of your uh, 2018 form 1040 or line 35 of your 2018 form 1040 NR. However, you must add to that amount any exclusion or deduction claimed for the year for foreign earned income foreign housing costs. So note, we're thinking the adjusted gross income, whenever we see this AGI limits, we're talking about income limits. As our income goes up, the tax code will take away stuff benefits that we get. And that usually is calculated on line seven, line seven adjusted gross income. Uh, note that if it's modified, then we have certain modifications then uh, in accordance with that calculation here those being foreign earned income and foreign housing costs. Oftentimes, those two not affecting many taxpayers, but affecting some and in those cases needing to be taken into consideration. We also have income for bona fide residents of American Samoa and income from Puerto Rico. Eligible contributions. These include 1. Contributions to a traditional or Roth IRA. 2. Salary reduction contributions, uh, elective deferrals, including amounts designated as after-tax Roth contributions to A, a 401k plan, including a simple 401k, B, a Section 403b annuity, 
C. An eligible deferred compensation plan of a state or local government, a Government 457 plan. D. A simple IRA plan. Or E. A salary reduced SEP. And 3. Contributions to Section 501C18 plan. So, note, as you look at all these types of plans, just note that these are different types of retirement plans. They're similar in nature in that they're giving incentive for uh, retirement. So we're putting money into these different types of plans to give it incentive for retirement. Most of them differing in terms of the qualifications for the plan and how much can be contributed into the plan. Once they're in the plan, once the money is in the plan, it often acts in a similar fashion because uh, it's the similar type of incentive that the government is trying to give with regard to these plans so that we will uh, save more money for retirement. They also include voluntary after-tax employee contributions to a tax-qualified retirement plan or Section 403B annuity. For purposes of the credit, an employee contribution will be voluntary as long as it isn't required as a condition of employment. Reducing eligible contributions. Reduce your eligible contributions, but not below zero. By the total distributions you receive during the testing period defined later from an IRA plan or annuity included above under eligible contributions. As also reduce your eligible contributions by any distribution from a Roth IRA that isn't rolled over, even if the distribution isn't taxable. The portion distributions received by spouse. Any distributions your spouse receives or treated as received by you if you file a joint return with your spouse, both for the year of the distribution and for the year for which you claim the credit. Testing period. The testing period consists of the year for which you claim the credit, the period after the end of the year and before the due date, including extension for filing your return for that year and two tax years before that. Here's an example. You and your spouse filed joint returns in 2016 and 2017. The plan uh, to do so in 2018 and 2019. You received a taxable distribution from a qualified plan in 2016 and the taxable distribution from an eligible deferred compensation plan in 2017. Your spouse receives taxable distributions from a Roth IRA in 2018 and tax-free distributions from a Roth IRA in 2019 before April 15th. You made eligible contributions to an IRA in 2018 and otherwise qualified for this credit. Uh, you must reduce the amount of your qualified contributions in 2018 by the total of the distributions you received in 2016, 17, 18, and 19. Maximum eligible contributions. After your contributions are reduced, the maximum annual contribution on which uh, you can base the credit is 2000 per person. Effect on other credits, the amount of this credit won't change the amount of your refundable tax credits. A refundable tax credit, such as an earned income credit or the refundable amount of your child tax credit, is an amount that you would receive as a refund even if you didn't otherwise owe any taxes. So note, as we consider these credits down here, we're going to have credits on line 12, uh, which basically can usually bring the liability down to zero but not below and then we have refundable tax credits down here including the earned income tax credit and the child tax credit so what we don't want to have happen is is a credit up here to mess up uh, other credits that might be more beneficial 
including the earned income credit and the child tax credit and that shouldn't happen because this item should bring the liability down to zero we still have the refundable type credits which could possibly uh, be beneficial and uh, give give money back even beyond having any money paid in and those being the earned income credit and the child tax credit uh, down here in line 17 under the refundable types of credits maximum credit this is a non-refundable credit so it's non-refundable meaning it can only take the liability down to zero not below in other words this credit can't result in a refund or money that would be re received past the liability or any money that would be owed so in other words the liability goes to zero and then it's going to be stopped at zero and so it's not going to say you don't it basically says you don't owe any taxes but you're not going to get money beyond owing taxes whereas the refundable credits possibly could the earned income credit and the child tax credit could possibly result in a refund or money beyond any tax liability without paying any money to the government so that's going to be the difference between those two the amount of the credit in any year can't be more than the amount of tax that you would otherwise pay uh, not counting any refundable credits in any year if your tax liability is reduced to zero because of other non-refundable credits such as the credit for child and dependent care expenses then you won't be entitled to this credit so if we're already taken if the tax is already being taken to zero then typically you you're not going to get this credit because the tax is already taken to zero it's already gone down as low as it can go by this credit you don't in essence need this credit to have the, it go down to zero and then therefore the difference uh, could be applied out for those types of credits that may take it below zero in the refundable credits section down below how to figure and report the credit the amount of the credit you get uh, you can get is based on the contributions you make and your credit rate your credit rate can be as low as 10% or as high as 50%. Your credit rate depends on your income and your filing status. See form 8880 to determine your credit rate. So we're going to we're going to file the form 8880, so that's going to be this item here and we'll go through the calculations to determine what the credit rate will be and then of course we're going to be limited to the amount that's basically our tax liability uh and in in terms of how much we're going to get on the credit this then will flow through to the schedule three so here's the schedule three which will then flow through through the 1040 on line 12. back to the text the maximum contribution taken into account is 2000 per person on a joint return up to 2000 is taken into account for each spouse figure the credit on form 8880 report the credit on schedule 3 form 1040 line 51 or line 48 uh, of your form 1040 nr and attach form 8880 to your return